Fruit Reflections, Deepening a Christian Spirituality for Today. Welcome to this, the first of a number of new planned podcasts to explore the spiritual practices behind the Moot community's rhythm of life. For this podcast, we are exploring the spiritual practice of meditation in the Christian tradition, what it is, how to get started, and what to do when it gets tough. For over two years now, Moot has been utilising the John Main approach to meditation, which uses a silence combined with an anchor word to assist you to get beyond your thinking and feeling and encounter God. At the end of this podcast, you will hear from John Main himself on how to do this. But to help us start from personal experience, we are joined today by Aaron Kennedy and Johnny Spohr, who are both highly involved in the MOOC community and key exponents of meditation and the contemplative Christian tradition. So hi, Aaron and Johnny. Hello. So kicking straight off then, how has meditation impacted on your life? What have been the perceivable benefits for you? Aaron, if you want to kick off. Meditation has uh, been really life transforming and I'll give you one good example in that I used to suffer quite a lot from anxiety and uh, it would crop up at random intervals and um, really be very debilitating and uh, meditation has uh, a practice of meditation which has become increasingly a daily practice has, uh, has really helped me grow into new situations and experience myself as alive and well uh, and healthy in situations where previously I would have been felt very on, on a very almost subconscious level very threatened and uncomfortable so yes it's given me it's given me life and helped me um, help me grow how about you Johnny for me having a spiritual practice that uh, can embrace my doubts and my questions is really important. Um, I found that as um, I've grown up and perhaps grown out of a, a childish faith that was didn't have any room for questions, that meditation and to embrace all of the difficulties and questions going on in my head. And also being a student, I find I'm spending so much of my time thinking, working things out, and meditation just helpful in having some time to go beyond all my thoughts and feelings and helping me feel less stressed on a day-to-day basis. So how did you both you know, get involved in this? How did it, because it, meditation is quite a commitment, so how, how and why did you both first get involved in this? Yeah, the first time I was introduced to meditation was at a Moot Prayer Development Day. It was a couple of years ago, but um, after that I you know, I um, I found it helpful at the time, but I didn't ever consider it consider making it a part of any kind of daily practice. But a few a few months later, being introduced um, through a friend to the world community of Christian meditation, it clicked that this was what I'd I'd already experienced a few months before. Um, through a bit of reading and looking more into it, I slowly, despite some false start, put into some kind of daily practice. And did you attend the Wednesday moot meditation at all, Johnny? Um, I have been a couple of times, yeah, and I found that really helpful to be among people in a similar situation, people who've um, had similar experiences, and being around friends and meditating really, I think, helps to build community. So, Aaron, how about you? Meditation um, kind of came along at the right time for me. Another way of saying that is 
whenever I really needed to find it, uh, my eyes opened up and I, and I and I saw it. Um, so Moot had been hosting regular weekly meditation groups for probably at least a year. Pete Johnson had been leading those with Ian and Linda. And I would say that my exposure to meditation became very important to me whenever my faith journey required it. So I'd been in quite a dark and uh, dry period for quite quite some months, perhaps a couple of years even, and I'd been really looking for some hope, some some word, some understanding, some some grasp of where to go, some foothold, some fingerhold for the future. As I began to step out into um, that trusting relationship with God, I really needed practices to keep me there, to help me be stable, and to ground me uh, in the midst of the tensions that stepping out in faith often creates. And I turned to the meditation group, which was already well established at Moot, and uh, it really provided the billion grounding, and I, I developed the daily more of a daily discipline um, coming out of that. So thinking about that kind of discipline then, how have you been able to sustain this? Uh, I'm very aware that uh, many, including I, struggle to keep motivated. So how have you remained motivated in meditation as a practice? Um, with great difficulty, I think is the best answer I can offer. Um, I've found that uh, really just something draws me back. I found that um, starting out just once a day, for a while works but I found it very very easy to lose motivation and really what um, the world community recommend this two periods of meditation twice a day I found from, that from getting into that I just it just naturally le- led to building up a regular practice by just starting uh, and there was always something that seemed to kind of draw me back as it were the best advice is to start and see where it develops from there Aaron? Part of it is that I um, include my meditation within my prayer life more generally. So I, I, do, um, I do follow a daily prayer liturgy, um, various different kinds. There's, there's a common worship one the Anglican Church produced. Um, there's a nice uh, Glenstall Abbey one that I sometimes use. And I, I see that as preparatory to the meditation, and the meditation then comes in for 20 minutes after I've, I've prayed through the liturgy and, and, and the scriptures and it's, uh, it's helped motivation because it's uh, crystallized for me what the experience of being in relationship with God is about. It's, well, it's that, it's an experience of relationship, not a dry, dusty, academic, cerebral thing. Um, it's not a moralistic thing. It's about an experience of encounter with God, which is one of uh, love. And, uh, it, it's transformative, and it disposes you to growth and and change as you are exposed to God and God's love. So, and, has the experience then been for you, Aaron, that you uh, that part of your motivation is because you found it to work and bring you something that is important to you? So what is it that you've experienced that enables you to be motivated? Yes, the meditation has made sense of my prayer life. That's, that's really the point I'm making. Okay. Um, it works and it's crystallized for me what the rest of my faith life is really all about. 
it's brought me back to an experience of resting in God's presence, which is not really a, so much about what I believe about God um, or what I do coming out of that relationship with God, but about resting in that relationship with God in the present moment. So yes, it, it's uh, crystallized my faith into a way, a paradigm for thinking, I guess, about it and experiencing it. Thank you. So Johnny, giving the fact that you're a busy student finishing off your final year of studies, um, how have you been able to carve out time for meditation in your week? Um, again, not always very well, to be honest. I find not having a clear routine at the moment. You know, days, every day is different. Um, it can be quite hard to work out when I'm going to have time um, and how I can sustain some kind of daily practice. But I found if I if I organise my time well, it's, it's more than possible. Um, it makes such a difference to the rest of my day, the rest of my week. Um, even on little things as to how I how I interact with the people around me. Do you want to say a little bit about what it is that it does bring you? Because it feels a little bit intangible at the moment. Tangibly during meditation, um, not a lot it feels like most of the time. But it's more how I, how I interact with people um, in the time outside of meditation. So um, how I relate to friends and family. I find I perhaps um, have the capacity to put things more into perspective, to realise what really matters. Um, yeah, I, I suppose it's just generally having less stress and anxiety with how I do the rest of my life. Okay. And Aaron, just thinking that you, you said that, your, that meditation actually reduces your anxiety. Do you want to say a bit more about that? Quite often with anxiety, you're, you're worrying about the future. It tends to be something... Um, on your mind that you're focused about uh, it can it can often be quite subconscious actually as well and uh, meditation gives you the a tool, it is a tool to facilitate your dwelling in the present moment uh, which means withdrawing from the vain attempt to you know a day to your life by worrying about the future you can't, you can't do it, you can't affect the future you can plan for it and be uh, sensible and whatnot, but worrying about it does nothing, um, and it's actually just an immensely practical tool, um, giving you the discipline to sit and and focus on the present moment and bring your being into the present moment and become present to God in the process. So, what would you both say? I and mean, one thing I heard the other day that kind of knocked me, but I thought it was quite an interesting question. Someone said to me that they thought that meditation was just for introverts. How would you both respond to that? But I know plenty of extroverted people um, who meditate. I, d I'm, I really think um, it's a kind of universal practice, but regardless of where where you're at, how you're feeling, it just it just calls you to be and to accept that. So whether whether you're extroverted, introverted, um, whatever your worldview or or job, it's just really universal practice that's just trying to be in the present moment okay. Aaron? I find it hard to see with my, own, with my own rational mind why everybody can't just get on board and um, experience the wonderful benefits of it because it's totally transformed my life um, and I, I'm, in, I'm inclined to say that it's a bit of it's, it's, 
it's likely to be for 50% of those people that they need to stick at it and they'll probably break through and, and discover that what it's all about and what the benefits can be. I think as an extrovert, I think the only comment I would make is that often extroverts do things that displace them outside of themselves in terms of what the way they think. And I think there's something really healthy about attending to your inner self. And particularly when so many of us are wrapped up in, as Richard would say, our false self. Um, and there's a danger that we don't know the difference between our real self and false self. So if there's one thing about meditation in my experience has been that it forces you to face who you really are, whether you're extroverted or introverted, and that's a good thing. I think perhaps um, being more on the extrovert end of the spectrum would make it harder. The process of meditation aims to get rid of these kind of introvert, extrovert, kind of false selves and try and work out who we really are. So finally, both of you, uh, starting with Aaron, what advice would you want to give to people who are starting out to trying to sustain meditation listening to this conversation? Uh, my advice would be to look at your life as a whole. This is purely coming from my own perspective. Um, look at your life as a whole and consider what all, of, all of the different commitments that you have and whether or not you have a reasonable balance in your life because it may prompt you consider whether or not your life is actually about enough. You may not have enough space and time. So I look at the whole picture and uh, try and carve out enough time just to do nothing as well as work and see your friends and your partners. And, that, and within that, to, to plug in some time at least once a day for meditation and prayer more generally. Um, I think it's good to aim for at least once a day. Um, to develop um, a sense of the meditation becoming habitual. It, it would, I, I think it's wise to look at your whole life, um, to consider the whole picture, to make sure you have enough time for rest and relaxation and all of your social life on top of work. Okay. And within that, to find one place each day where you can you know, have half an hour to an hour um, to, to pray and to meditate. But it, it can vary. It could be during the morning, on the Monday, and at night, on the Tuesday, before you go to bed, or, you know, at your lunch break on a Wednesday. But one way or another to find a routine which uh, suits you, a rhythm. I'd echo all that Aaron just said completely. But um, I think it's also important just to not feel guilty if it doesn't work out, to, to, just, keep, to just keep on going and keep on persevering if it's... If, you're finding it difficult, but um, to not feel guilty about that, just to just to carry on the next day, really. So, thanks, Aaron and Johnny, for your input today. To hear more about Moot's weekly meditation group, training events, and for other information about new monasticism and the contemplative Christian tradition, do check out our website at www.moot.uk.net. And finally, the wisdom of John Main on how to get started with meditation. How to meditate? To meditate, you must learn to be still. Meditation is perfect stillness of body and spirit. The stillness of body we achieve by sitting still. And so when you begin to meditate, take a couple of moments to assume a comfortable posture. And the only essential rule is to have your spine as upright as possible. And so the first thing to learn is to sit completely still. Your eyes 
should be lightly closed. And then the stillness of spirit, the way to that stillness, is to learn to say silently, in the depth of your spirit, a word or a short phrase. To repeat that word over and over again. And the word I recommend you to use is the Aramaic word Maranatha. Say it in four equally stressed syllables. Maranatha. Say it silently. Don't move your lips, but recite it interiorly. Recite your word from beginning to end. Let go of your thoughts, of your ideas, of your imagination. Don't think. Don't use any words other than your one word. Just sound, say the word in the depth of your spirit and listen to it. Concentrate upon it with all your attention. Ma, ra, na, tha. And that's all you have to do. Thank you for listening to this Moot Reflection. For more information on our events, resources and community, please go to www.moot.uk.net.